hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Heed Army podcast. We've had our minuscule summer break. Uh, it's going to be a bit longer, but uh, hey, it's been non-stop at Gateshead over the past week and a half, and there's lots to talk about, uh, lots of comings and goings, friendlies all announced, and it's looking very rosy. Some familiar faces and some new faces, but it's still the familiar faces here on the podcast. Of course, Mickey and Dave join us, and our, say, our good friend, Mark Crovers as well. Hello, Mark. How are you? Yeah. Um, as I say, we'll, we'll, we'll quickly put up the, uh, we'll get right into it. Of course, I've got a little thing here about what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, and also, what I haven't got on here, as I didn't realise it when I made this a couple of days ago, it's uh, four years to the day that Mike Williamson and Ian uh, Watson took over at their uh See their tenure uh, at the club, but we're going to say thanks to Dan Warden and Bailey, two fantastic servants of the club who have went in search uh, of football elsewhere uh, after turning down contracts at the club. Uh, obviously, Wern, Whelan, and Francis return. We've got uh, Rutledge, Booty, and Hunter arrive. Ollie, uh, Ollie Thompson, Ollie, pa- <laughs> Ollie Thompson, yeah, Ollie Thompson, Greg, Ollie, and Connor Panny all extend their stay. And uh, well, as I say, we've got that bit there, and ah, uh, the retain list. Here we are. So. As I say, we have got so this is the squad so far. We've got uh, Lyra Kasani and Kenton Richardson have been uh, extended. New terms agreed for Elliot Forbes, Connor Panny, Stephen Wern. Uh, Tom Allen is in the squad as well after spending much of the last season on loan at Spennymoor. Adam Campbell, Marcus Denanga, Lewis Knight, uh, Aaron Martin, Greg Ollie. Uh, Louis Story, and Robbie Tinkler. And of course, we mentioned just at the beginning there. Uh, uh, Owen Bailey and uh, Dan Ward have rejected terms and they're going to move on to new clubs or in search of new clubs, as it were. And uh, Harrison Clark, Kyle Errington, Dan Jarvis and Lewis Leach leave the club. But uh, just at the top of that, uh, Dan Ward, Owen Bailey, both come in. Um, you you can't be unhappy. Obviously, you'd like them to stay. Lovely lads. Uh, they've become friends of the podcast. We've all got to know them and speak to them. And... Um, it's sad when players leave like that, but they're young lads, they're ambitious, and um, they've seen what their best friends went on to do, and Jack Hunter went further afield, won a trophy, although they nearly won one as well. But um, Davey, they've moved on. Um, I'm just extremely thankful for what they've done at the club in the time they're here. Absolutely. So you're talking to me. Sorry, I did. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's always disappointing to see good players leave us. And I've seen the reaction on on social media as well. Um, we know what they brought to us, but you know, we 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 wish them good luck. You know what I mean? We're, we're going with uh, with our blessing. Um, and I don't know if they've been linked. Have they been linked to anybody yet? Has anyone seen any any news on that ground? I've seen Dan Ward online was publicly linked with uh, Oldham Athletic. Oldham, if he does go there, I have heard rumours, but I haven't seen anything in print or online, so I won't say anything about where I've heard Owen Bailey's going to go to. I think it's our place to, to to talk about that. But um, Mark might have different ideas; he might be able to spit it out. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but as I say, they've come in, they've led the club to promotion with the goals and work rate and everything else in between. And the help get us to Wembley. And um, if every player could do that when they leave a football club and leave on good terms, it would be an amazing situation. But uh, alas, that doesn't always work out. But they leave with uh, a lot of Heed fans missing them. And I think that's probably the best way to leave a football club, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, I mean, I look at them both and you think, you know, Dan, when he was signed, he had um, just been to Ireland, hadn't he? He had a spell at Spennymoor yeah. that went to Ireland after his release from St. Patrick's, I think it was, yeah. 
and his career was, um, you know, probably wasn't going the way he thought it was going to go. And he's he's kind of, you know, he's not been without his critics, but um, I always thought that was a bit harsh. Um, he's always worked hard. He's improved his game immeasurably since he came in. Um, he's done a job wherever he's been asked to play, and he's never really complained about it as well. And that's that's a sign of a true professional. Um, yeah, the, I think that there is something in the Oldham stuff. I think that you know. That's, uh, there's no smoke without fire on that one. Um, Owen Bailey is someone I've known since he was um, in Newcastle's and 21s, had horrendous injuries when he was there. Um, and, and moving to Gateshead was kind of his first real foray into competitive senior football. Yeah. And he's taken it like a duck to water, hasn't he? He's been brilliant the last two years. Um, another one that's played several positions without, without really complaining. Mm-hmm. Um was massive last year and getting the club back up and getting the club into the, the first round of the FA Cup and the second round. Um, and it was huge in getting to Wembley as well, got back from injury in time for that semi-final. Um, will be a big loss. I've got no doubt he'll he'll go somewhere where he'll flourish. Um, does have clubs interested, but uh, I'll save that for, for print at some point. Um, but we're gonna uh, have to pay him more lads for him to get him to spit out yeah. <laughs> to get the yeah, scoops, yeah, get that, the thumb screws out. That, that one pint he got us at Wembley didn't uh, didn't suffice to. Um, <laughs> that, that pint that was 20 but, uh, quid for that pint, so yeah, the, the two, um, the, the two, two losses, no doubt about it. But you look at the business that's happened going the other way, and I think Mike and and uh, and Buster will be absolutely delighted with what they've done so far. Uh, certainly will be. Of course, we've got lots of people uh, gutted about seeing uh, Aaron and uh, Aaron Owen and uh, Dan leave the club. Um, but as you mentioned, there we'll go straight into it. Uh, the arrivals: Stephen Wern uh, signed at the club on a permanent basis. Um, was a fantastic bit of uh, business as well to see him, uh, you know, retained because. You come in from a level above, and quite frankly, I don't know how Grimsby let him go because he looked absolute dynamite since as soon as he come in, he looked you know dangerous uh, on either flank or even in behind uh, the forward line. He looked dangerous right across them positions, very versatile. Of course, we know that's what uh, Mike and uh, and uh, Busted like, and uh, yeah, he's fitted right in. And I was for one really shocked, but over the moon, were able to keep a hold of him, Mickey. Oh, it's no. It's what I'm trying to think of the word. It's it's, it's we we'll put the run together when Wernie come in. It's no coincidence, and you look at it. He was in the most of the goals, and when we had the run, Wern was involved in most of them. Yeah. If he wasn't scoring, then he was definitely playing his part. And I mean, uh, Mark, you watched the. Or a mud game was the ball in. He, he got down the wing and played the ball into Harris, and Harris is knocking on to Campbell to score. And he set the he set Campbell's first goal up as well. So I mean, he's an absolute for me. He was he was the one person I come away thinking. I hope we can sign him because yeah. I, I thought if we signed him, that might get others to stay or entice others to come in. I think he was one of the few players I didn't I didn't actually think would sign. To be honest, I thought mm-hmm. he would go on. Yeah, as you said, like sort of you know sort of League Two um, stuff. You know, looking at him, you were thinking he's he's but, but also you know, local lad knows a lot of the lads in the squad. Right. He's coming in, enjoying his football, 
probably very gutted that he played for Torquay in the earlier rounds. He probably would have loved to have got to Wembley as, as well as the other players that have uh, out of signed since uh, being on loan. And we'll yeah. get straight into them as well. I did have a picture of Werner, but I haven't got it there. Um, <laughs> got, there we go. Of course, there we go. There's Ed Francis has returned as well. Um, yeah. You know, we... we he came in uh, on loan from Notts County, Mark, and um, there was a lot of Notts County fans going, it's a perfect move for him, we want to see him get football. Yeah. And it took probably five, six games for us to see the best or the start of what we know Ed Francis can do. But, uh, you know, very solid in midfield again and instrumental in the back end of that season, along with this man as well in midfield, uh, Callum Whelan, who uh, come in under a cloud of, Grief from Oldham fans, uh, just <laughs> yeah. Oldham, uh, yeah. how that backfired on them. But two players that can hold it up in midfield, and like I mentioned before, very versatile, can switch positions with ease. Everyone knew each other's job, and with Greg Ollie alongside them in midfield, they've got quite a unique partnership, haven't they? Well, wasn't Callum's debut against Oldham? It was, well, yes. Yeah. He came in and completely controlled the game in midfield until... He had to go off purely because he hadn't played that much football and you could see he was exhausted when he came off. Such was the the effort that he put in. Um, but then, I mean, Ed as well, there was a little bit of stick flying around online, which was nonsense, if I'm honest, um, <laughs> because he didn't hit the ground running straight away. Um, he yeah. never looked... I didn't think he ever looked uncomfortable. It was just a case no. of he hadn't had a lot of football. He had to play, um, you know, kind of get straight to the side and try and make an impact in midfield. But you could see slowly but surely he found his feet. And I thought by the end of his, his loan and by the end of the season, he was just, he was outstanding. Um, and, and I think he's someone who could, you know, could go on to be the, the, the best sign of the summer because I think probably still haven't seen the best of him. Without a doubt. Um, obviously, someone that we talked about, Mark, on the train on the way down, I don't know if you had, he, he didn't let on if he knew, but I did mention this player to him uh, going down, uh, Jordan Hunter, of course, former Sunderland uh, Academy player and reserve player, went to South Shields, which was a bit of a, a big surprise at the time. Of course, he had a, he had enjoyed a good loan spell there, then signed permanently, but now he's made the step up um, and come along the river. Uh, he's a Lancaster lad, he's not local. Um, so obviously loves the northeast, but he's going to get his chance now to play at the national level in the national league. And a player, Mark, you've seen a fair bit of him. Uh, what can we expect from Jordan Hunter? So Jordan is someone who I've said for a while now um, that could play national league or higher. I still think um, when he was at Sunderland's academy, they were um, it was when Sunderland were in League One, and I saw nothing during his loan spell to suggest that he couldn't play, even if it was just as a backup of someone at Sunderland yeah. uh, in the first team. So I think with Jordan, he's someone who Gator fans will absolutely love. He's a, a fullback that loves getting forward. He's got pace. He's got good delivery. Um, he will join in at the top end of the pitch. He'll get involved. I think he'll probably get goals as well, if I'm honest, in this Gator side. Um, but he also does the defensive side of the game very well. Um, anytime I've seen him at South Shields, I've just always thought... You know, I've rarely seen him have a bad game, if I'm honest. Even if South Shields didn't win a game or didn't play well, Jordan would be someone that would um, would always impress. He's got a great attitude. Um, and I think Busted said in the in the press release that he just wants to improve um, and wants to get better and better. And he'll get that support at Gateshead. So, um, 
yeah, I was delighted to see him to, to see him join. Um, it, it is a bit of a loss. Well, it would have been a loss to to South Shields. Obviously, they've gone, gone, gone and got John Lafudu, which is easy for me to say, from Spennymoor. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Jordan will be someone that Gator fans will take to straight away. Oh, fantastic. And can he play either uh, wing uh, wing back, can he? He could. He, he could. could. Um, but but if I think the best of him would be on the right, his best position. That's where he's natural. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he could unquestionably play on the left. I've actually seen him play further forward as well as kind of a winger. Um, but it, for me, he's a full-back or a wing-back. Fantastic. Well, before we go any further, um, I want you to get involved in the show, everybody. I haven't made new adverts. They are going to come. There is going to be a new intro as well. You said you give it the big in about having this new intro, and then you went back to the old one. No, I, I didn't. I, 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 nearly, I, I nearly walked off. I've got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you spend a weekend with them and you get a little bit lippy. Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway. You can't, you can't make these big claims and then not deliver. Come on. <laughs> Back in a second. <laughs> the Heat Army podcast needs your help. No, we don't need money. All we need is you to do one simple thing. It'll take less than a second if you could hit that like button, the subscribe button, and share whatever post that we put up regarding Gator Football Club. It'll go a long way in helping the show build and ultimately helping us push the club to the moon. take a little break from the arrivals there's a few more to talk about uh, at the club obviously and people have retained but obviously this come out this week as well uh, the fixture list was still waiting on the 15th uh, a lot of people asking for different clubs I've seen Scarborough away somebody wants someone wants a day with the season <laughs> I think uh, with, you know people uh, want D- you D- home or D- Davey, I, I saw somebody wanted Tenerife away Tenerife away well that would be all right <laughs> no, that, well, that was, uh, yeah that was, uh, hang on we'll just <laughs> There's a club uh, in Albufera that play in uh, the lower leagues in Portugal. Yeah. Um, we've actually got a, a, a running track, so I did suggest some sort of link up. With, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think Real Madrid's still trying to ask us to play, but um, having a look there, of course, we've got some of the, the old favourites there. Heaven, fantastic friendly to start off with. Uh, lovely club to go to, of course. We, we know the history between the two clubs. And, um, you know, last year we seen, uh, was last year, the year before, when we seen uh, Connor Panny for the first time. So, you know, we'll yeah. have seen some new faces for the first time there who will be making the impression down at Heaven. Then, of course, we have the Sunderland game on Saturday the 8th, which is uh, later kick-off, 4 o'clock, because they do have another 11 taken on South Shields earlier in the day. So hopefully uh, we get the, the stronger of the two sides. I think it'll be a, a, an amalgamation of both uh, for both teams. Uh, Saturday the 15th, nothing confirmed yet. But then Friday the 21st, a, a personal favourite of mine for pre-season, going to Dunstan. You always get a, you get a good measure of your team uh, against Dunstan. Uh, it's it's never a dirty game, but it's it's uh, it's competitive, always is. And then 
we've got Harrogate uh, at home as well, which has been a good test over the last few years as well. Uh, when we've played that scene, we've seen a, the best goal never scored against an international stadium, Aaron Martin, with that overhead kick when he was a Harrogate Town player, of course. And then away at the South Shields uh, on the 29th to round off uh, pre-season. But uh, not a bad set of games to uh, get us in the swing of it for the season. Uh, you know, some good tests there. Definitely. Um, I always like going to Dunstan and Heaven anyway, but uh... well, especially when you look at Heaven and Dunstan now, it's not the Heaven of Dunstan of old where you're going to a Northern League club. These are teams that are both going to be challenging for the playoffs in the oh, yeah. Northern Premier League East Division. So it is going to be quite the, the quite a challenge because they'll want to get off to a good start as well. Definitely. I mean, uh, I mean, Swaz is not there now, is he? So no, he's uh, he's left. Uh, left. I think he's moved further down the country, hasn't he? Um, but we have got uh, more... F- oh, right, one second. <laughs> See these messages coming in. Uh, done well to uh, not to lose more lads. Great business uh, with a variety. But what about a goalkeeper? Um, well, James Montgomery hasn't... He's been offered terms... Uh, we've seen the retain list. I don't know if he's on holiday yet. Uh, hopefully, I'd like to see Monty stay or whether we'll yeah. go into the loan market again, um, which has been quite successful for us over the years. Um, Mark, do you, do you think we'll go down that route? Um, well, they'll definitely bring a goalkeeper in, I would say. Um, I, I'd argue, even if Monty signs terms and agrees, uh, if that does get done, I think they'll probably still bring in a goalkeeper anyway because mm-hmm. they do like to have two. Um so yeah, that, that is one, you know, one that will get ticked off over the next few weeks. I would say um, they are working ridiculously hard. I will say that to bring in more players. Um, I think looking at it, um, the, the thing with Gator is it's a very defined style of goalkeeper. You couldn't just go in and bring, you know, someone who's a, a kind of traditional goalkeeper who's just a shot stopper and, you know. Kicks it along. We know how Gateshead like to play. We know what Mike and Buster like to play. They, they want their goalkeeper to be almost a, an 11th out, well, not even almost, to be an 11th outfield player, as we've seen, you know, with people like Phil Marshall coming in, um, you know, doing Cruyff turns on his goal line and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I still I still have kittens every time I watch that, you know. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's what you look at. I wouldn't rule out alone if I'm honest, but if there is a permanent goalkeeper that can fill the role that they want and has all the attributes they want, then I've got no doubt they would move for a, a permanent keeper as well. But you look how well they've utilised the the loan market. I mean, it's been they've done so well with goalkeepers. You know, going back to to Brad James and Ainsley Pears the year before, and, and yeah. people like that. Phil Marshall, obviously, Jacob Chapman was there for a spell. Um, so they've always done very well with with goalkeepers on loan. So if that is a mark that they have to use, I've got no doubt they'll do it. But you know, if there is a permanent one out there that fits the bill, then then who knows? Well, Trina's trying to call me out for the new intro for the show. Yeah, she's got. I thought the new intro would be Dave coming out saying his Daniel Craig moment. Barcelona away would be nice. A beef yeah, away. I, I take back what I said. Just just keep the old intro. It's fine. <laughs> 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 I've, had too, I've had too many burgers over the last week. Um, we've got uh, Chris's story, but I'm going to Dunstan away. It's something at home and another game. Fantastic stuff. Um, so it's it's a decent preseason so far that uh, lined up. There's, we've definitely had worse over the years. Uh, can't, uh, Everything's been done so quick as well. 
Yeah, I like that. It I has. like that. It's, yeah. it's been, it's been, especially it makes a change. We've had a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a behind start as well, haven't we, with the FA Trophy? Because a lot of clubs did have a little bit of business done, but we've we've jumped on the bandwagon and had. Oh, and... So that that is right. But what I would say, I think I said it in the piece a couple of weeks ago, that or maybe last week. Every every week's molding into one of them, but they. Wembley didn't slow anything down in terms of recruitment, in terms of players staying on, in terms of organising friendlies. This has very much been something that's been in the works for for a long time now. So there is a you can sense a determination to hit the ground running. Um, and, and I think you know you're probably looking at maybe two more players coming in, three max, mm-hmm. um, unless anyone else leaves, which I don't think they, they will. Um, there's plenty of options in there, so this is this is just the culmination of a lot of hard work that's been ongoing for months. Well, Sam, you imagine there'd be trial. Sorry, Davey, there'd be imagine there'd be trialists as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe one or two. Um, the, you know, that it's just they've got that much work done. It's not like in previous years yeah. where they're trying to bring in they're not having nine, to chase eight or nine players. Now they know they've got the basis of the squad. The foundations are there. I, I honestly think we maybe need two or three max. Well, um, we've got here, evening lads, really happy with the signs so far. Hopefully we can keep Monty, and I think Jordan uh, Hunter uh, will be a good signing. Yeah, as I say, when he went to South Seals, I know Sunderland had offered him terms still to stay at Sunderland, but he chose to go to South Seals um, you know, to, to play uh, first-team football, and obviously that's paid dividends. He's, he's got himself up the ladder already. Um, Crystal stories, but I'd like to oh, sorry, I'd like to keep that all have been offered uh, terms, especially Monty Harrison Magni as would be good squad players to keep. Well, you know, just looking on social media, uh, Will Harris is absolutely beasting, uh, keeping in fitness. Uh, so you know, whether he's with us or not, I'm sure we'll probably find out in 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 probably in the next week or two if um the players that have been uh negotiated terms if they're gonna oops just whack me computer desk there um if they're gonna sign on and stay you would definitely hope magni would stay because he's part of the coaching staff as well he's bought into the mantra of the club and of course you know he's yes he's getting on in years but um if he proved at wembley he's still got the legs for it and um if you have him as a backup defender i think uh He'd do us a fantastic job, and I'm sure he'd probably see himself. He'd like to play a few games as well, not just as backup. But uh, yeah, so definitely, I'd like to keep them. Uh, Boiler Sports has put wonder. Um, have we brought in Routledge if Harris has rejected new terms? Couldn't tell you. I haven't heard a thing. Um, but that brings us on to the next one there. Uh, Rutledge, sorry, I call him Rutledge. Uh, Rutledge has come in from Berkeley Town. Berkeley had a fantastic season uh, last year, um, and that was certainly down to this man's goals as well and uh, he looks an absolute I don't know how tall he is but he's, he must be a good six footer um, and the score was it looks 61? a unit yes was it 61 goals he scored Mark it was yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean I know it's a lot lower down but that's still a phenomenal effort wherever you are look it doesn't matter whether it's second division the Northern League or Sunday League or whatever if you're scoring 61 goals in a season yeah. then you've got something about you and, and I think what I like about this is it shows that Gates that have got their eyes on every level, you know, yeah, not yeah. just looking at players that are, you know, National League ready or have already played there or have played Football League or whatever. They're willing to look at others. You now he's trained with them for for a couple of weeks. I had a good chat with Mike about them. Um, it, the indications are not just from Mike, but from other people around the club as well, that he's just a, a very, very, very natural finisher. And yeah. someone that will work hard. There are bits to his game that will need improved. Um, if he is going to step up, 
but I've got no doubt it won't be for lack of hard work because he's he is a hard working striker. He holds a ball up. He's obviously a good finisher. So it's one of them where is it a punt? Absolutely, because it is a big step up. It's a huge step up, but it'll take patience. Uh, not not from Mike and Busted because I think they'll show it anyway, but from supporters, will have to be patient with them. I've yeah. got no doubt he'll get pre-season. It's going to be a rough diamond, isn't it? We, we're going to see what we can, you know, yeah. craft yeah. this this player into. Um, but let's talk about the calibre of where he's come from. Berkeley Town, of course, a club on the up, but fantastic management team there. Paul Bryson, of course, we all know at Gateshead and former Gateshead players there as well uh, in Alex Francis. So he's been surrounded by good players. Yes, it's been a bit of a, a lower level, but he, he hasn't been in a, in a let's without being derogatory to the second division of the Northern League, he hasn't been in a lumpet team, has he? He's been in a side that's tried to play football and you know he's paid dividends on, on the end of that. So hopefully we'll see. If <laughs> I've never seen Burnley play, so I was oh, waiting for Mark to come in. <laughs> I, I was just I was trying to give someone else a, a chance. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I spoke to um, I spoke to Bryce before the playoff final, and um, we got on to chatting about Aiden, and he, he said like even then he had a lot of interest from from clubs at all levels, and that was when he he sort of indicated he was going to train with Gateshead. So kind of had a little bit of a heads up that he would at least have a chance if he did well. So, um, But there were clubs at all levels wanted him. You know, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't just, you know, Gateshead didn't have a free run to get him. Um, but I think under Mike, under Busted, he will have, um, he couldn't have a more supportive management team. He couldn't have a more supportive dressing room. And more than anything, he couldn't have a set of teammates that create more chances because he will get chances in front of goal. And, you know, that'll be the... Um, That'll be the, the the big chance for him in pre season. So we'll see how he does. As I say, patience is needed, though. Yeah, I mean, I would say that. Sorry, David, I keep cutting across you. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. We've we'll got this. I'll quickly read this out. More goals than Holland last season. Look forward to seeing him in a heat shirt. <laughs> yes, but as, as Mark was saying, there, patience. Let's not heap the pressure on and expect Holland performance straight away. Let's play <laughs> that develop. You know, that's, you it's, know. It's the same as it's the same as the, the Langstaff stuff. I mean, you know, Macaulay came from from a similar level, and and he took his time. You know, let's be honest, it took him three, four years to get to 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 where he was last season and to what he's done this season or last season, whatever it's classed as now. Um, so that you know, it is going to take time. Um, there may be times when, and I'm not saying this is based on anything I've been told, but he may well go out on loan for a month or, or two. That that could happen, but. Um, he will unquestionably get a chance in pre-season. Yeah, and uh, I'll just quickly go through some messages here. Uh, someone's beat me to it. Uh, the National League fixtures are out <laughs> on the 5th of July, yep. so not long to wait, really, uh, just after the first friendly, and we'll find out that. Uh, just going back to the FA Trophy final, our opponents, uh, I was impressed with two of the Halifax players at Wembley. They've got uh, yeah. they've got moved on, which is surprised to see Jack Senior and Harvey Gilmore. Yes, they've moved on, and uh, there's a lot of talk about Jesse Deborah as well going into the Football League as well. Um, oh, so yeah. there's a, a few players have moved on from that side, of course. Um, you know, that's what it's all about, isn't it? You get noticed and uh, you win a trophy, then you know, other teams are going to take a punt on you. Um, so yeah, um, one second, let's get the next picture up. Uh, this man, I'm absolutely, I'd say this man, this boy, uh, he's become a man though, Ollie Thompson. Um, you know, he come in, he was chucked in at the deep end last year. Um, 
looked looked a young boy, uh, but quickly grasped into the games and grew and integral in helping us get to Wembley in that Barnet game. You know, he played part of it, and uh, he was you know you can see there's something there. I had the pleasure of speaking to him in Box Park after the game, and he, he hoped he could sign on. He said, and he felt that a loan move would do him the world of good, whether that's the plan or not. Um, but he's a young lad and. With the teams around us, especially in the northeast now, that are playing at a better level than Northern League, that's not disparaging the Northern League. But if we want players to develop, with they need to be a little bit higher up the level uh, from where we are to where we want to send them. So you, you've got the likes of Heaven. Uh, you know, you can go right round all the teams that like Red Car. There's, you know, yeah, and then it's feels yeah more. If the there's there's, there's an abundance of clubs locally where we can send out a young player like this that can get like like what Connor Panny did and look what that's done for Connor Panny. Um, so yeah, that lovely to see that lad get a, a contract mark and um, it, you see this. It, you know, it's it's another one. Be patient. Don't expect the world straight away. Um, and this is what I think Mike and Busted have, have put in right through the time they've been there in that word, the process. And this is part of the process. We've been able to bring another player through from the academy. Well, Ollie had a chance in Northerny with Sunderland West End in the second division. And um, I know from talking to their former manager now, um, that they rated him as one of the best players I'd ever seen in the club. So, And that was mm-hmm. only with a, a short spell. But I just think with with Ollie, um, he's been given a chance and he's coming and taking it. So that should send a message to every other player within the club's academy that yeah. if you if you show the right attitude, and you obviously have to have the ability, but if you show the right attitude and you play the way Mike and Buster like you to play, you've got a chance. So I think it's a great story. I mean, you know, what his fourth appearance for the club, he's played at Wembley. I know it was only yeah. ten minutes at the end. Yeah. But that's incredible for. For a lad as young as him, um, another one that may well, well, he will get pre-season, but may well end up, you know, I think he said it himself, didn't he, that he, he may end up heading out on loan next season at some point, whether that's a whole season or whether that's a six-month one or a couple of months. But, um, I mean, the job he did when he when he had to come in during the trophy run, yeah, you know, fair play to him because he... <laughs> he kind of knew he was going to be used at some point in, in the Barnet one, but to be brought on as, so early, as early as it was, and, to do, <laughs> and you know what? To be as disciplined as he was, mm. and as controlled as he was as a kid, I just thought it was exceptional. And I think he's got a very bright future. But again, you know, going back to it, patience. Yeah, without a doubt. Thing is, with Ollie Thompson, with him coming through the academy, a bit like Connor Panny, I think fans love to see. Well, I certainly do. Fans love to see kids come through the ranks in the first team, and I think they do get the. The, the patience with the fans. Mm-hmm. That's that's my feeling on it anyway. I think he will get all the time in the world. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got uh, Rutledge or Routledge, whatever he's called, um, and Ollie goes to Berkeley on the one. That wouldn't surprise me. Well, to say, yeah, there's it's, it's, it's lots of connotations of how it can be done. There's so many teams in the, in the, in the region uh, on the up. Um, right, oh, it was an interesting one here, actually. It's got, uh, I'd like to see Monty get the jersey. Could Robert Elliott serve as backup? I mean, that would save on the uh, the purse strings, wouldn't it? If uh, if uh, Rob was willing to be on the bench, but I know he has a lot of other duties within the club, but uh, I don't think happen? Rob wants it, does he? I think, much like, much like Mike, it might well be a case of register, but only in emergencies, yeah, yeah. Um, just to go, just to go back to the patience, 
uh, game we're talking about with the young lads. I think it's because, you know, fans are thickle, aren't we? we? We do know about me as people out there who do jump on it and, you know, a player has a bad game or two and then, you know, and it, obviously there's a voice for everyone now, isn't it? Social media allows you to do that. Um, so I suppose the club are just going to try and protect these younger players from that sort of exposure, you know? We talked about social media, sort of like how younger players, it was with, um, who was it with? It was with Carl, wasn't it? He was talking about when the younger players are straight online checking what the the fans think of them and stuff. So, so yeah, I think it's just just giving a bit of protection. So, you know, they'll 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 be well looked after. You know, Mike yeah. busted all. Oh, you've 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 got obviously um, Carl and you've got Mike busted. There's you know, and then you've got obviously Rob Elliott as well. Bell, they're all you know very level headed people. Um, well, yeah. I had the pleasure of socialising with, with most of them uh, after the the Wembley game. And it was, you know, they were just level-headed and, you know, looking forward to next season because of the foundations that have been put down with yeah. this group of players. And I think we've mentioned in the past, even when uh, beginning the last season, players that come in, we, we, we said players are going to have to jump up to the work rate of the players that we already had. And that's still the case. And we've seen the players that didn't last season and they didn't last long. Um, and that's still going to be the case now. So if these young players that will want to develop come in with that attitude... Whether they make it at Gator or not, they'll definitely make it at other clubs and have a successful career. Um, you know, so it's 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 uh, it is the process. I, I you know I don't want to be just repeating, but <laughs> they are putting it they're putting it there because that's what they believe in, and you know yeah. they, they've got behind the word the process because it is a process of you know development and and trying to keep level headed players there. Um, oh God, second, did I already read this one out? Uh, yes, I did. Apologies there. Um, We've got uh, Heed Lad too, one of our own. Yes, Rutledge uh, doing well. Uh, well. Mickey, we've got a question for you. When does the ladies start uh, and have they have any friendlies yet? The fixtures haven't been decided when they're coming out yet. Um, the pre-season starts, I think pre-season training starts July the 4th for them. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to get called, they might get called in two weeks early, depending on holders. Yeah, and of course, if anyone knows uh, any budding young ladies, there's uh, open trials as well. Yeah, we're coming up so, on that on the next. I show. mean, it's it's looking promising for next season. To be fair, um, one last Jess, who's never been able to play because she was injured when she signed, she's been given the go ahead to start playing football again. So, Tony, nice that's, one. That's that's a big positive, no. and there's a couple of other players coming looking to sign as well. So. Oh, that's should good. Be, should be interesting. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we, we thought Mark had his yet to the ground and uh, knowing what was going on, but Boiler Sports has put there's a new keeper coming in next week. So, whoa. Whoa, I tell you what. Get <laughs> <laughs> Boiler Sports on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, Steve Martin, uh, not that Steve Martin, uh, is but Kedwin came from a lower level, uh, had a good scoring record, 61 goals, yeah. is massive at any level. It certainly is, but as I say, patience is a virtue yep. and um you know we knew Kedwin had maybe been playing below his level uh you know when we signed him yeah. but um you got here uh, it shocks me Carl Ale didn't give him a, a bloody good run in the team well there was rumors right, that never happened there was rumors that Newcastle wanted him but <laughs> his age they weren't prepared to take a punt on him so, yeah Mark said that one of the companies I believe yeah it wasn't really rumors Dave he was on trial there yeah <laughs> yeah, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> anyway. that's you told. <laughs> yeah, 
not to now listen to Mark. I'm gonna listen to Mark. <laughs> I already told the story about how we had that little echo chamber of a bathroom. Yes, um, not talk, I don't want to talk about that. I heard, <laughs> I heard that last week. Oh on, my I, God. I want to talk about the whiskey you spilled in the Hilton. Mark scored for oh, life. Yeah, yeah, scored for life. Yeah. I spilled Jack Daniels. That's right. I was doing yeah. oh, Jack yes. Daniels. For the price of paid now. Yeah, read the message, Dave. Let's move I'm on. Gonna, I'm going to read the message. Not jumping the gun. I spoke to a few fans and think we made the playoff push this season uh, with the loans uh, retained. I, I know it's early days, but I think. Uh, what do you all think about that? Definitely think top ten um, would be a realistic thing to go for if we can start the season well. That's not to heap too much pressure on. You know, if you look at the back end of last season, we've got that midfield we've added to up front. The back end obviously needs refreshing because we've had a few players leave and goalkeeper, of oh. course. Um, but if we can get in that groove and not have as many injuries at the beginning of last season, then I don't think top half of the season, uh, top half of the league, isn't anything not to be aimed for. To be honest, um, well, I, I would take I would take a comfortable season without be, uh, being near the relegation zone <laughs> and finish 14th again. But yeah, the boring know. season. Wait, you, you, Davey, you've got one more final signing to talk about before we start talking about prospects. Uh, Connor Panny. No. The, no. Oh, oh, the one I've already come up with. If he scores, I've got some. Oh, oh, what, oh what, my what, goodness. Mark, Mark, are you prepared for this? This is going to uh, be uh, your. I oh, know, oh, I'm, sa- I'm, I'm saving them. I'm saving them. I'm not giving no, them. No, he's saving them. There you go. Uh, Regan Booty, of course, um, looked a very, very solid, competent player on the ball when he played against well, us last season. Uh, the okay. name, of course, does stick out because uh, not everyone's got a fine booty in the side. Um, but yeah, no, uh, haven't checked. <laughs> he played. Well, he played for. Um, he played for England C as well, didn't he? Uh, alongside Richardson. Yeah. Um, and I was reading like social media when we signed him, um, and there was a lot of you know teams like uh, well, fans of teams, obviously you know Southend, Oldham. You know, Hartlepool, you know, there was a lot of clubs mentioning them um, and asking why they weren't signing them. So there, there must be something about them. They've, they've, they've Sorry, done man. very, very well to get them because I know, I know for a fact from talking to people elsewhere in the country in terms of media that there were some, some very big clubs wanted them in terms of the National League. So um, having spoken to, to colleagues at the non-league paper that, that have watched, watched them more regularly than I have, um, the, the one thing that keeps coming back is that he's very much a gated style player. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's a ball player. He works hard, um, comfortable on the ball, loves the possession game, can pop up with a goal or two. So I think he's, um, he's he ticks all the boxes in that in that sense. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I see. I, I was I was ex- really excited when was obviously he was the f- was the first one announced, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, I would say, oof, that's a. That's a bit of a statement uh, going for him. I'll say, you know, maybe someone that wasn't in my radar of thinking of players. Yeah. You know, when you look around the league, you think, well, like that's him. Well, I think we said in a private message in our little WhatsApp group, lads, about I think it was Mickey put if we could say Nico Lawrence on uh, on loan from Southampton. I don't think they'll send him up this far north, but uh, what a defender he is! If uh, they could get a hold of him, he was uh, honestly outstanding. Talky, yeah, I've, I've never. Never seen out like it in this league. He was just so. Right. By the way, with with Ollie signing as well, obviously that was more good news, wasn't it? Ollie signing a contract for um, two years, two, two years. Was it? Yeah. Right. yeah. So, um, 
definitely. Well, just as I mentioned there, Mr. Lux, but uh, Ryan Booty was one of the transfers that shocked the whole National League community. There was a few tweets going around, uh, a lot of people going gates at dark horses for next season. Um, you know, let's let's just hope we don't get injuries and we can play our game and we'll yeah. see what comes from it. Well, right. let's face it, it can't be worse than what we had last year. The midfield, hey, our, our midfield, by the way, it's it's oh. gonna be it's it's gonna be one of the better better ones, and I'm gonna say best ones, but one of the better ones in the in the national league. Some, that's, a, that's some bloody strength in in, in depth there. There's gonna be some good connotations, and if you're going into a game 60 minutes going hard and then you can bring a couple of them on into midfield to to put some fresh legs in there, then you know teams aren't going to relish that. But uh, a player here, um, thoughts on Alan to, uh, Tom Allen for next season. Look, he showed some development, uh, he showed some promising signs at the beginning of the season. I don't know the ins and outs of why he was loaned out. <coughs> it always, it's always hard coming out of the academy system. It doesn't always happen straight away for players to adjust to it. Um, you know, they've been very well looked after, uh, you know, the strips are cleaned for them and, you know, the, the training kits and all this. And then they come into, you know, Gated or teams of our level and they're not in that bubble that they once were. And sometimes I think the adjustment, I, I, not that I've heard anything, but I think the adjustment for some players takes a little bit longer than others. And I think, remember when we signed him this time last year, we were all buzzing because he was a, he was involved in the first team at Newcastle. He's not involved at the first team at Newcastle for no reason. So there is a talent there, whether it's adjustment, whether it's been personal, or it's just been attitude, I don't know. But fingers crossed, we see the Tom Allen we hope that we signed last summer. I don't know what Mark thinks about that. Well, firstly, I think Gateshead's kits are always clean, no matter what you just uh, hinted at. <laughs> uh, you know uh, what I mean. Yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> Tom's a very talented player. Another one that I saw come through in Newcastle. Um, you know, yes, got a got a first team appearance, set up a goal at St James's for Joel Linton as well in an FA Cup tie. Um, made a promising start, didn't he, last season? Um, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, so just didn't happen after that. And sometimes that can happen, but Tom's a talented lad, very talented lad, and he'll get his chance, no question about it. Um, it's just down to him to take it now. And yeah, you know, the, the, he's another one that can play in a number of positions as well. You can play right across the front line. So, uh, yeah, there's some exciting uh, exciting options. Yeah, uh, I would like to try and pick that midfield. No. Uh, not <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a, a strange one, isn't it? Uh, for me, I think either Wheel or Francis is going to sit a little bit, one of the ones that sits deeper. Um, yeah. The back, if we play with the back five. Where does Regan play? Where does Booty play? Like what position in midfield? I know, but is it centre mid or? Did not play out left when he played against us. He can play a number, to be fair. Yeah. It's another one where you're going to have several options. You know, hopefully, going back to what you were saying earlier on about what the aim is for next season, I've seen a lot of people from around the country saying dark horses for a playoff, but. I think it's possibly just a case of, you know, cool that down, yeah. just improve on last season, improve league yeah. position. That should be the first aim and then see where they are when that happens um, and, and hopefully get in the first round of the FA Cup and have another good trophy run. So they're going to need a squad. You know, you saw that last season. Um, I, I think the other one that will come in will be another defender. I think there will be another defender will come in, um, probably looking at it left side centre-back, I would imagine. Um if if it when they happen, then I think uh, the squad's possibly as strong as we've seen for a long time. 
Definitely. I mean, if you just went for say, say if Monty was to sign terms tomorrow, you you could go for the the back fat like Monty and Goal, Hunter right wing back, Tinkler right side of defence, Story Kenton. Then you could have Panny left wing back, midfield any connotation up front, Denanga, <laughs> Campbell, the, the, Martin, the, Allen. The, there's so much to pick from there. It is a strong side, and I know. Last year maybe didn't work out in versatility because of the amount of injuries that we had. But if you go back to the the National League North season, the versatility that we had then is probably better now with the players that we've managed to bring in. That can you know as long as you don't get <laughs> that many injuries again, Touchwood, um, you should be okay really for options uh, going forward for a full campaign. You know you would hope anyway. Um, but uh, we've got a message here from uh, Ben Allison. When is the Sunderland game? I can confirm that for you now, just off the top yeah. of the head. It's the 8th. There you go. Saturday the 8th, 4 p.m. kickoff. Uh, so there we go. Uh, get down to that. And uh, are we going to bring a keeper in as well as his next message? Uh, hopefully, that would be nice uh, if we can. Um, well, I can't boil it. It's next week. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Gonna have to message him. Uh, I think Tom Allen will be right wing back next season. Mm, interesting. Uh, I think he'll play where Ward did. Jordan Hunter. What about Jordan Hunter? You're bringing, <laughs> bringing a right wing back. Um, no, nothing, nothing will surprise us, but uh, no, it's, <laughs> it, it's gonna be fantastic. But uh, we're flying through 45 minutes gone. Mark, we didn't get to speak to you uh, last week about um, Wembley, of course. Um, not the not the uh, occasion we would have liked, but still a great day out for the club. Yeah, I, I think my big takeaway from the weekend is that it was a learning experience for everyone involved. Um, obviously, wanted to go there and win the game, but I think the development of the players, development of the club, the development of the management team will have gone on a massive learning curve over the weekend. Um, you would hope it would make them hungry for more which I'm not that it needs to because we know how driven everyone is at the moment. So, um, yes, it was disappointing. I think in the end it was just a step too far. Um, the, the goal kind of summed up the game in some ways. It wasn't the, the cleanest final yeah. you'll ever see. I thought Gates had controlled possession well, probably not as well as they would have liked. Certainly didn't create as many chances as they would have liked. Um, and it just didn't quite just didn't quite happen. But again, I think using that as a learning experience, they'll go back, you know, if, when they get back, they'll be better for what happened. Definitely. Definitely. Well, we've got about 15 minutes remaining. So if anyone wants to get the messages in about anyone that was signed, uh, Regan Booty, uh, Aidan Rutledge, uh, any of the other players, Jordan Hunter, send them in. We are hopefully going to get a few of those players on when pre-season starts uh, so we can welcome them to the club. We'll be speaking to uh, the club about that. I uh, don't want to get them on too early. Some of them haven't even arrived yet. Of course, they'll start in a couple of weeks. But when we do, we like the pre-season, get a few of the new lads on and, and uh, you know, introduce them to the fan base and uh, welcome to the, to the club. But uh, say four years ago today, Mark, uh, you got a phone call. Uh, say four years since uh, Iron Mike and Bust at uh, the helm, um, about to go into the fifth season. And um, I mentioned just before we came on, you know, they've hit some landmarks. You know, promotion, a Wembley final. They've brought players in and sold them on for a profit, and still profit that could potentially come from that if Macaulay Langstaff goes on to make a big money transfers, as rumoured. Um, and continued to bring players through the youth development system. Um, 
could do you think they could even have envisaged what they've achieved in such a short space of time? I think because they had a plan from 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 day one. I, th- I think what kind of gets overlooked two things really. The first one is that fair play to the the ownership for coming in and, and take not taking a chance, but for being so determined because it would have been easy to go for an experienced manager who may have come in and just done kind of what you'd expect. Whereas Mike and Busted have come in. And you have to refer to them as a team, by the way. It's really harsh just to speak to about yeah. Mike. Mike, um, you have to kind of the more of a management duo than in joint managers than being manager and assistant. So they've come in and built a squad from, let's be honest, from zero. There was no players signed on, so they've signed so many in that first year. Got into the playoffs uh, again, and I mentioned this earlier about Wembley, but possibly a step too far. Um, but got to the first round of the FA Cup. Um, the second year was obviously a bit of a non-entity because of COVID, um, but we're still in the in the push for playoffs. The third year got to the FA Cup second round and won a won a league title. I think only the, the second time, or the first time since the mid eighties, wasn't it? Uh, the yeah. Gates had won a league title. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, and, and then what happened last year? Getting to Wembley, getting the first round of the FA Cup again, and um, and, and getting to Wembley and. and Staying up in the league, despite the fact they had a horrendous injury crisis, and not just staying up, by the way, being just below mid-table was just phenomenal. So I think you've got to give the the two of them credit, and and the guys working around them as well, Chris Bell, you know, Rob Elliott now, Louis Story. Um, not every signing's paid off. I think we'd be foolish to say that it has, mm-hmm. but I'd say that hit rate is is very high compared to some managers we could name. Um, but the the biggest thing they've done is they put a philosophy in place and. You know, yes, a process we joke about it, and some people use it against them at times, which is quite frankly pathetic because that process has taken the club from on its knees to what to, is look- to <laughs> where it is and what is looking like yeah. possibly one of the most exciting seasons the club could have in, in a long time. Definitely. Well, we've got a message here, and this kind of sums a little bit up of uh, how this summer's went. Um, Matt, we've been talking about we've got one of the best midfields in the league, though we've lost Brady <laughs> Ward and Conta onwards and upwards. It does show you that the you know the appeal of the club now as well. It's fair enough about going out and saying we've signed Regan Booty. Um, look, let's put one thing. Yes, Wembley has helped the club financially, but not massively, not to the point where we can go out and sign the big boys in the league. They've worked hard and obviously the likes of Booty and other players have looked at Gated and went, I fancy a bit of that because they're playing good football. Players have a chance to progress and they do it the right way and they like the management team. And that is more valuable than having you know a, a very rich owner because you're going to get, it's going to pay more dividends, isn't it? And we're seeing that now, um, you know, with the you know, players potentially uh, going on again uh, with uh, sell-on clauses uh, being confirmed of late. Um, so hopefully that can happen, but we'll move on to that. Of course, Macaulay Langstaff last night at Celtic Manor won uh, Player of the, the Year in the National League and, uh, of course, top goal scorer award as well. Um, and uh, there's, there's a lot of talk about him. Uh, his feet are firmly on the ground. Um, I think it's. I think everyone knows that. And... Um, you know, there's, there's talk of Plymouth have come into the race now, a lot of talk of that online. And Mark, if the club can add to their coffers, if he gets a, you know, a, dare I say, a million pound move, it's a fantastic business from the club, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, that, the progression of, of McCauley's, again, down to the, the management team and, and the work they put into him, but more than anything, the the work that he put into himself and the dedication that he showed. And I, I think I've said this before, but I remember during COVID when they were getting ready to come back to kind of out of COVID and all the talk in the club was um, about how McCauley had been on fire in training and he just looked a completely different player. And you always take that with a, just a little pinch of salt. Yeah. But then... I remember seeing him in the first preseason game in heaven, I think it was, and within ten minutes, yeah. I was stood with um, stood with Paul Dixon and, and looked at him, and I was like, "Wow, okay." And, and we both sort of said, "This looks very, very different." I think he played up front with Paul Black in the first half. Yeah, and it was it was like, yeah, that there is something here. Then he scored um, first day, didn't he? First day of the season, and then just yeah, just phenomenal. Just and, and, but again, despite the fact he was so good that season. I think it would have been a very brave person to suggest that he would have done what he did last year at Notts County. Yeah. Um, I and... mean, I know a lot of people said, oh, you only let him go for 50,000. But as you say, no one could have envisaged what he did. If he had went there and scored 12 goals, you might have went, mm, yeah, we've got good business there. Now, because he went on and he's the, one of the most talked about players in the lower leagues, um, then, you know, it, it, Yes, fifty thousand doesn't seem as much in comparison, but you know, twenty percent sell-on clause has been mentioned now. Um, it had been kept quiet earlier in the season, I think, just in case nothing, <laughs> in case we didn't know what Macaulay was going to do. But um, yeah, I mean, the, we've, we've heard teams like uh, Huddersfield, Swansea, there's a, there's a host of Championship clubs have, have been linked with him, and you know, Gateshead going into the season can have their uh, bank balance uh, you know, risen sub, uh, substantially. So hopefully that happens. But as I mentioned, what was lovely was to see Kedwin and Macaulay come down to Gateshead. Uh, not only Wembley. that. New, uh, sorry, did I say Gateshead? Yeah, sorry, Wembley. There were numerous games, home games throughout the season. They've got a lot of love. The, the, the yeah. Kedwin, Kedwin Scott's family still come to most home games. You know, it just shows you how much the club means to them and, uh, I'll say we, we'll be supporting them wherever they move on to in the future. But, yeah, absolutely fantastic. But, uh, lads, we flew through this one. We've got about five minutes left. So if anyone's got any thoughts about who signed uh, and who, who's left, you can please do send us a message. Uh goes to show how good the gated groove is, says uh, Sean Parry. Um, I'm not going to use that one, commentary Mark would slap us, I think. Um, but uh, I've definitely... Yeah, that will happen anyway, Dave. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird to see that <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah uh, Macaulay looked as good as anyone at the full time whistle but he's still one of us yeah um, uh, this is say we're, we're all good but just going back to Wembley though just, I'm, I'm proud of the whole weekend that we got there you know the fans were amazing and uh, Mark after the game there was only gated fans around wasn't there so God knows what it would have been like if we had a one God, I Davey, Mark, did, did you enjoy your experience? By the way, obviously you were there, and and you got the go ahead to do live commentary. Did did you enjoy it? I mean, you've never done it before at Wembley, obviously. So it was, yeah. I mean, dude, the commentary was brilliant. But I, what what a lot of people don't know is I was working for the non-league paper on the Vars final as well. So it was a, it was a really busy day. Um, and then obviously well, afterwards, kind of had to leave Dave, not far short of after full time whistle. Just to go down and, and and get to the mix zone to get a few pieces in, um, one of which will be coming out later this week actually with Louis Story, um, but it, it was just a busy day and I remember getting back to the to the hotel, um, and just sort of thinking, 
I don't know if I, I can be bothered yeah. to go out because I was so drained. <laughs> yeah. But then, we had to physically push each other to go down when we got down yeah. the box. Even so the first few minutes we stood there going... <sighs> it, was, it, was like, it was like a decompression almost. And then, you know, once the... Well, I, to be honest, I, I, I think I just poured the, the Jack Daniels down my throat, never mind swallowed <laughs> it. But... Yeah. Once I had that first drink and sort of, you know, the atmosphere was jumping inside um, Box Park. It was brilliant, you know, credit the club for for putting that on as well. Um, and speaking of the players and speaking of the management and, you know, other people on, on, the, on, the, on the board um, and families, you could see there was just a genuine pride of, of what had been achieved by not just the players, but by everyone involved at the club from supporters um, to, to the committee and, and everyone on the playing side as well. So, um, it was a great weekend. It was a tiring weekend, um, but I would do it again tomorrow if I could. Simple as that. Yeah. Or even staying in the same room as Davy. Uh, <laughs> I won't even be staying in the same city as Davy. I even had a spoon as well. That's just shocking. <laughs> On that note, everybody, we've come to the end of the show. Um, I don't know when the next one will be. We'll see uh, what news comes out in the next week. Um, but it's lovely to talk about the new arrivals and give a little send-off as well to Dan Ward and Owen Bailey. Uh, fantastic yeah, best of luck to them, lads. Fantastic oh, to the club. And, um, yeah, and uh, Mark, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, as I say, we, we'll, we'll, we'll advertise a show in the coming weeks, probably just before the first friendly, uh, unless there's a, a glut of signings or a big signing. Uh, we, we, we may come back for one more um, before then. But uh, on that note, everybody, thank you very much. Like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.